This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Meet Da Crew Podcast. We are the change we desire to see in this world. If you won't change, you have to be the change. We are looking for three more hosts to join our team. If you have a message for the world and would like to be a part of the hottest new podcast and media network rocking the podcast world right now, join Da Crew Podcast and Media Network. Looking for a little exposure allow each Tia Enterprises the opportunity to share your brand around the world. We will work with you to develop a package that fits your budget. Contact AEA via email and schedule a consultation. Crew Podcast 203 at gmail.com. We are the change we desire to see. Are you tired of the burden of past financial mistakes weighing you down? Look no further than BHG Credit Solutions, the industry leader in credit repair. We understand the challenges you face charge offs, late payments, bankruptcy, and those daunting student loans, but don't let them define your financial future. Here at BHG Credit Solutions, we've got your back. Our team of dedicated professionals specializes in turning credit adversity into opportunity. We'll work tirelessly to dispute inaccuracies, negotiate with creditors, and develop personalized strategies tailored to your unique situation. Our proven track record speaks for itself. Countless satisfied clients have seen their credit scores soar. publishing we are committed to helping our authors reach their goals and pursue their dreams of becoming published authors we work closely with each author to ensure a successful publishing experience and dedicated to helping them tell their stories in the most impactful and meaningful ways so stop procrastinating and let's get started with writing their book Every second Monday and fourth Friday of each month, this is a show that you don't want to miss. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Delayed But Not Denied, the podcast. This is show number 14 for me. So um, I'm happy to have you here. Tonight, I'll be discussing um, living with hydrocephalus. Um, But before I start, I have to go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the most humblest way that I know how, asking you to be in the midst of this show tonight. Let us say what you would need us to say and let the ears and the doers receive what they need to receive. In Jesus' name I pray. Hydrocephalus is a buildup of fluid in the cavities deep within the brain. The extra fluid puts pressure on the brain and can cause brain damage. It's most common in infants and older adults. Here to share her story with me is none other than Ms. Najat Scott. Najat, you there? Yes, I am. How are you, ma'am? I'm wonderful, sweetie. How are you? Blessed and favored. Blessed and favored. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about it. Um, Let's talk about it. Hydrocephalus. So, um... Fewer than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. And um, it's treatable by a medical professional, requires a medical diagnosis, lab tests or imaging always required, um, and it does need emergency care. For me, I was born with hydrocephalus as well as spina bifida. I have a shunt, a VA shunt. Excuse me. I have a VA shunt, which is 
a shunt that's placed in the brain to drain the excess fluid off. But mine comes behind my ear and it um, drains into a heart valve. Najat, what um, you have the VP shunt, correct? Yeah, I have the VP shunt and mine starts at the top and drains all the way down to my uh, my stomach. Okay. Um, it says hydrocephalus is characterized by head enlargement in infants. Adults and older children experience headaches, impaired vision, cognitive difficulties, loss of coordination, and incontinence. Um, <laughs> it says, <laughs> you know, that all of that can happen, plus some more. More. <laughs> so, um, let's talk about how hydrocephalus has affected you. Uh, well, um, from birth, I had mine up until I want to say I was probably 11, maybe 12, mm-hmm. anywhere in that age range when I got, when I had my first revision as a kid. Okay. And they said that that was very rare because it's supposed to grow with you. And so you, I was supposed to have it way before I had it, which is good, but in some ways it wasn't. But um, after I had my revision, I basically had another one done a year later because they, it's, it was on this side mm-hmm. and they did a revision, put it back on this side, it got infected. So they had to transfer it to this side, to my left side. Do they explain how it gets infected? No. If they did, I was too young to know exactly mm-hmm. what it is that happened i don't know if it happened during surgery or if it happened just in general because of you know things happen in surgeries you know infections blood issues etc so i don't think i don't think it was something that they probably could really explain it's just something that just happened okay i know i said we wasn't going to talk about spina bifida until spina bifida awareness month since this i don't is- know why not <laughs> <laughs> Since it ties in all together. <laughs> right. Since this is hydrocephalus awareness month, but they uh-huh. both tie in together. They tie together. <laughs> um, Can't talk about one without talking about the other. Right. It's like they go hand in hand. So exactly. here we are. We both <laughs> we both have spina bifida. Mm-hmm. Um for me, um, well, to go back, I had mm-hmm. my shunt placed in shortly after birth. Um, I've, as far as I can remember, I've never had a revision. Um, my mom said that when I was like three or four years old, I used to have this head banging thing that I would, I mm. would, um, and she never knew why. Um, why? and so, you know, I grew out of it, you know, at some thank point. God, because <laughs> you imagine me 44 years old walking around, Tanya, cut that out. <laughs> Right. Um, hydrocephalus <laughs> is not inherited. However, um, you can get it. Um, you don't have to be born with hydrocephalus. Mm-hmm. Um, any type of head injury, car accident, mm-hmm. um, anything that messes with the brain and um, the fluid yep. around it can cause hydrocephalus. Yep. Um, exactly. So it's not inher- it's not inherited, but my brother who also has spina bifida, my biological mm-hmm. brother, he mm-hmm. has a shunt as well. So okay, it just all ties in. I think it with spina bifida. Do you ever notice your shunt? No, not um, not unless I'm intentionally looking mm-hmm. at my neck or something like that. I don't really notice it. The fear is always when you have a headache. Then you wonder if this is a sign of something is wrong, or you know, if it's just a regular headache, <laughs> you know. But um, Black Diamond is asking, um, how does it affect your pregnancy, if at all? Um, I do have a son. Um, I he's 28 so i forgive me if i don't remember everything but <laughs> i i don't recall ever having a moment where um 
my hydrocephalus was an issue. However, they did want to run tests to see if he would be born with the spina bifida, um, mm -hmm. where they do the um, the needle in your stomach and take the the fluid from around the baby and things like that. But I didn't I didn't want them to do that, and so they didn't do it because they told me, you know, that. Had he been born with spina bifida, there wouldn't have been anything that they could do about it until he was actually born. So um, they wasn't doing, you know, the surgeries in utero and things of that nature. Yeah. But um, yeah. by the grace of God, Deontay is perfectly fine. Thank you, um, Thank you. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better pregnancy. All the issues I had, I gave them to myself. Um, <laughs> just. Eating and gaining weight is what I did, but um, but for me, um, hydrocephalus, um, it's a pain. Um, I have moments where I'm up for three and four days at a time without sleep. Um, Insomnia with it. The neurologist said, "Yeah, the neurologist says that." it sends off signals that your brain has had rest. And so I'm up three and four days at a time, just like <laughs> wired up, <laughs> you know, just wired up and ready to go. But, um, but then when the sleep hits me is it's like, I go into like a hibernation, almost like nobody hears from me. I go to sleep. <laughs> I don't talk to nobody. Um, <laughs> I barely respond to text messages. But um, how does hydrocephalus affect your day-to-day -day life? You know, I find that interesting. It really doesn't. I mean, it did growing up. Uh, maybe the first time I realized I had a shunt mm -hmm. was that headache because the headache is like, it's like a migraine 10 times. Right. It's just the most excruciating head pain you could ever have. And Tylenol and nothing works for it. But on a day-to-day, -day, it doesn't really bother me too much other than heat. Now, I, I know that I can't tolerate being out in the sun a lot. I can't tolerate heat because it seems to make my head hurt a lot more. Right. So when I get in the heat and I feel myself getting hot, I have to get somewhere where it's cool. Else my body temperature takes a minute to um, cool down because my body is like on fire. But um, other than that, on a daily, it doesn't really affect me in a lot of ways. So for me, um, I used to praise dance at church and um, we would do all these turns and twists mm -hmm. and arms going up and for some reason um or another where my shunt is i would always get pain right there and wow. to the point where i couldn't turn my head oh wow. much because of the pain okay but i never let that stop me from praising god in the way that you know exactly hello <laughs> i mean stiff neck and all and i was up there giving god the glory but, okay um, because, I mean, without yeah. him, I'm nothing. So um, Exactly, exactly. I feel you. You know, I, I'm, I'm cocky enough to say with him, I'm a little bit of everything. So, but. King, um, King's daughters right here. King's daughters. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That is it. <laughs> but um, it's, it's speaking of the spina bifida part of mm -hmm. it all. I have yet to find out how they connect. But for me, um, I'm about to put out my little business out here on Front Street. So, so you're going to maybe put I, some of mine out there too. Is that what you're I doing? Born <laughs> don't, don't feel pressure. Please don't feel pressure. <laughs> but I mean, I, I try to use my platform as a teaching tool as yeah. well so mm -hmm. um 
people they can't understand what they don't know and so with that said um i was born with spina bifida i was told that i wouldn't live past the age of nine Mm -hmm. and if i did that i would be in a vegetative state um it was also said that i couldn't have children i got pregnant and the funny thing about that when i got pregnant i ain't believe it <laughs> sick as a dog took tests everything still didn't believe it um i went to the doctors they did a blood test i'm still telling them people they crazy because you know i've well, been told, told I, can I, can't, get I can't get pregnant so right it wasn't until i started feeling movement that i was like oh shoot i might be pregnant you My know poor nephew. I, I was 50. <laughs> look your poor nephew was born to a teenage mom he got what he got but you know um again god is great i um yeah. i had to wear a, a baby diaper up until third grade um and back in those times the baby diapers had that little plastic Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know how like when babies (laughs) walk you can hear it (laughs) so of course you can hear the swoosh yes (laughs) and i was the most picked on person in elementary school period wow because of Spina bifida. And at that particular time, I didn't know that there was something wrong with me. I just, you know, that that was my normal. So, you know, for people to laugh at the way I walk and, you know, laugh and joke because I had accidents and this show every day. And having having to bring extra pairs of clothes to school because, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, um, accidents. Right accidents mm-hmm. on top of accidents and yeah then oftentimes being sent home because i don't ran out of clothes um all before the end of the, day. the school day <laughs> yeah but um it has been rough but um to answer that question if there are different types of hydrocephalus um i was just um, looking for no that. there's just one um yeah there's just one um and it is yeah, only is, treatable by surgery. Yeah, it's not it's not different types of hydrocephalus, but it's definitely different types of shunts. And I didn't even know that myself because I thought everybody yes, had a BC shunt. <laughs> I I initially thought I had a VP shunt until I had to go and get a CT scan. Oh, okay. And they told me you can go in. Um how and then also, I can feel it like right here. Mm. So they showed me on the um, the little scans or whatnot where it was, and so oh, now wow. every time I have heartburn, I'm like, oh my god, I'm dying. <laughs> the shunt, <laughs> the shunt is wrong. It's killing me because I've never had right. I've never <laughs> had the um, the headaches. You know how how okay. some people get the headaches with yeah. the hydrocephalus. I never had Be the glad. headaches, but I do get like. Heartburn and okay, heart palpitations and things like that. And so I'm on um and then to find out that I have congestive heart failure, so they put me on medicine for for that. And (laughs) right. I'm like, okay, this little heart of mine. Yeah, we're gonna keep trucking. You're gonna let it shine. (laughs) How right. Girl, don't get me to sing in this little light of mine. Take it to church. <laughs> but um, for you, how how has spina bifida aspect, uh, affected you? I thought we were going to talk about that this morning. We're talking about both of them. <laughs> That's supposed to be T, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, they go hand in hand. They're locked in. 
Oh, oh my goodness. Well, Spider-Man for the end. Girl, like Robin and Batman, seriously. Right. Like, really. <laughs> um <sighs> I'm trying to figure out how you were saying that you wonder how spina bifida and hydrocephalus goes together. And I'm thinking it's because of the spinal fluid that we have going on from our backs. Yeah. On up to the brain. It's like I think it's all of that is just that that's the connected. Yeah, I think it's all kind of connected and when you're born with that much fluid in your head, it's got to be released some kind of way. And we were born right. with too much of it. So, oh, spina bifida. Well, we already discussed this on our last show, but in case somebody missed it. Right. <laughs> um, spina bifida is, it's, it's a day-to-day. You know, I have good days with it. I have not so good days with it. I have happy days with it. I have days where I'm like, well, it is what it is, Lord. I think my struggle became when I was in the eighth grade in Virginia. That's when my struggle became mm-hmm. because in New York, I didn't, I'm telling you, I really didn't think I had anything wrong with me. I was, I was good. I didn't have no problem making friends. I didn't have no problem interacting with, with guys. I didn't have any issues with that. So it was just like, when I moved to Virginia, it was like, okay, well, what is really wrong with me? What's happening? Right. Because I never really noticed it. I mean, my mom bought me books on spina bifida. She bought me books on um, hydrocephalus because she was a nurse. She, mm. So she wanted me to be as educated about what I'm dealing with as I could be. Right. I didn't want to read those books. Not at that time. I was like, ain't nothing wrong with me. And I put the book on the shelf. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with me. I don't know what you're talking right. about. <laughs> but as I've gotten older, I've had to learn things about what I should have already known about myself. Because right. like me and you already discussed off camera, I didn't realize this was brain surgery. You would think I would have, you know, thought, oh, okay. Yeah, that is going in my head. But I didn't put two and two together that I had some type of brain surgery. It's like, what? And to take it a step further, to find out they done drilled a hole in your brain to... To put put this shunt in, it's just—it's wild to me, and it's amazing that it's not as many stitches going down your body as you would think. Because, like I said, mine goes from here, and I might have a stitch right here and a stitch down here in my stomach, but nothing else in between. So, how are you getting this tube all the way down in my stomach (laughs) from my head? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's 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 wild how God allows people to do things because he has to give you the knowledge to do that because I'm just like, wow. That is just yeah. wild. So no, I mean it's just you have to take it day by day. I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't have moments of depression, I don't have moments of feeling down about why me. And then, you know, God tells you well, why not you? And I'm like, but that doesn't answer the question, Lord. (laughs) Why me? (laughs) Right. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm thankful that I have you in my life because growing up, I didn't have anybody that has spina bifida. So I didn't have anybody that could relate. Right. If people heard the conversations we have sometimes. (laughs) Wait, huh? What you say? What you say? (laughs) But um, how does it compared to dementia or Alzheimer's. I don't know how it's compared, although I have heard doctors say that we would um, be more susceptible to, did, did I say that right? We we can get it. We, mm-hmm. we can get dementia or Alzheimer's a little more faster than somebody without hydrocephalus. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So, and that's, and, and Alzheimer's is in my family. My biological, my, my biological grandmother. So thank you for that information. <laughs> I'm already forgetting stuff as is. <laughs> and every time I forget something, it makes me want to cry because I'm like, oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> you get ready to get the old timers. <laughs> Walk in the kitchen, like, okay, what did I come in here for? No, that's just old age, sweetie. I do that. We do that. It's just don't no, no, we ain't claiming the all the time, okay? We're not doing that. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. Um, 
<laughs> but my heart does go out to people living with that because yes. um, I oftentimes feel like they are, are trapped inside of themselves. And exactly. it's almost like um, wanting to break free, but you can't. Like Exactly. You're just exactly. in there existing. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, um, again, my heart goes out to anybody dealing with um, dementia, Alzheimer's. Um, there's been a commercial coming on TV lately about Alzheimer's um, irritability, where people are mm. getting angry with their Alzheimer's, where the commercial said something along the lines of, um, this this hand used to cradle me and you know oh, do wow. this that, and and now it's aggressive and um wow. that's what it was yeah uh, aggressive wow. um alzheimer's but um and there's no cure for it so yeah that's sad that's you know, really sad me and deontay often uh joke about when i get older and, <laughs> and you know he's always telling me <laughs> that well mama you're not going to a nursing home and i'm like well son i'm only 16 Aww. years older than you if i go you going with me so <laughs> but um has there been very um informative um oh i can't read i'm sorry um she do you ladies you offer all. a virtual support group um do we need to start one <laughs> um uh, we might need to go for real. Um, we are a part, well, I don't know if you still are, but I am a part of some um, virtual support groups. However, um, I don't participate in them as much as I just go there seeking knowledge because um, some people, for whatever reason, if your spina bifida or hydrocephalus isn't affecting you, in the way that it affects them mm -hmm. then they think you don't have it so exactly. you know and exactly who has time to argue with people about, about what i'm dealing with right yeah. so yeah um yeah I, I mean i i joined some groups when we first started facebook when i first got on facebook but um like you said i just get on there from time to time i'm not really an eric because how are you gonna tell me i don't have something i know i'm living with every day just because it doesn't fit your mold of what it's supposed to be like that that that's not right you know i know what i have i know what i'm living with so how are you going to tell me right but it's no need to go back and forth with people and like i that. don't i don't yeah just leave I'm them in their own little world <laughs> i feel like when they argue with you like that they're not comfortable with having to deal with however they have it like exactly. um you know i don't i i i have the faith the size of a mustard seed i do believe mm -hmm. that god can cure all things i feel yeah. like he could take spina bifida away from me if he so chose to exactly. however i will say that um he's using me and and you Amen. as a teaching tool to show people that, you know, even with our little spina bifida sister, you know, I don't exactly. know if Maddie has hydrocephalus or not. I'm but, not sure. Um, I'm not I, sure. I know her mom looks to us to be able to know, you know, exactly. what her daughter's future is going to look like in, exactly. in some way. Exactly. So exactly. Um, what would you say? To somebody like for me growing up my mom never told me i had spina bifida she never told me i had a disability um all i got was no running don't hit your head and <laughs> you know things things like that the do not list um and i never why you proceed to bang your head up against a wall you know, <laughs> beyond me beyond me but i i, re I remember doing it i remember like yeah. like yeah. literally hitting my head against the wall and i don't bless Lord. i don't know i don't know well, what were you gonna ask me i'm sorry um 
See you laughing at me. Um, dealing with the spina bifida and the hydrocephalus in the way that we do, mm. um, what advice would you give to someone who may have a child mm. that was born in that way and they don't know where to turn? Because, you know, some of these parents have never even heard of spina bifida, let alone hydrocephalus. Yeah. So yeah. what advice would you give to them um, upon them learning what their child is dealing with okay um well now for young for young kids you know babies on up to about 18 years old they at least have spina bifida clinics in most hospitals now after you okay. turn 18 you you have to fend for yourself basically but i would definitely tell you to get right. with a clinic that has um spina bifida um related uh doctors they can get, they can direct you to neurosurgeons, they can direct you to urologists, they can direct you to anybody that you know you need to help that child get on track. And I don't want you to get too nervous when your child says, oh, my head hurts, or you know what I'm saying? But definitely pay attention to it. Because my mom would pay attention and see if she gave me Tylenol, how long, you know, if it worked or if it didn't work you know, or if I have a fever or if the child is, you know, throwing up, you know, if anything like that, then you definitely want to make sure you get the child to the emergency room, but definitely connect with a urologist and uh, neurosurgeons. Those are definitely the best bet for you to get in contact with um, dealing with spina bifida and hydrocephalus because the neurosurgeon is going to keep watch of not only your spina bifida, but also your shunt. So it'll keep, you know, keep it on track. So if you have an issue, they know how to, you know, do what they need to do right away. And I also want to say, you know, the shunts, um, they fail, you know. Um, yeah. I've had mine since 1979. I have, as far as I can remember, I've never had to have a revision. I've never had to have anything done to it yeah. um but i'm reading where um shunt um malfunctions are several shunt malfunctions also referred to as shunt failure is a partial or complete blockage obstruction of the shunt that causes it to function intermediately or not at all mm -hmm. and what i do know is that um when dealing with shunt malfunction you have to watch out for um, double vision, um, yeah. throwing up. Throwing up, nausea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not being, you know, steady. Stable. And yeah, things of that yeah. nature. Yeah. Yeah. I've had actually, um, I've actually, if you count from birth to now, I've actually had four revisions. I've had actually four of them. And pretty much this is the reason why I, I have decided to keep my hair like this because I'm always mm -hmm. afraid if I get a new look and I like my look and the shunt want to act crazy, then I got to cut my hair <laughs> and then I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, right. so I've decided that at least if it's, if it's going to happen, I'm already prepared for it. But I've already spoken to a doctor and he said the last one that I had was like in early 90s. And he said, if you haven't okay. had one since then, he right. said, you should be fine. So, you know, but I don't, hey, anything could happen. I I'm just very cautious about anything happening right away. So, yeah. But definitely right. keep watch of those things, those symptoms, like you said. Definitely. And your child is going to be fine. Your child I, is going to be fine. It might have some right. learning disabilities at first, but if you encourage yeah. your child to, you know, to, to try. Because the funny thing is, I tested out of special education for like math, English, and when we in, when we when we were in New York history, so I didn't do the special classes for those mm -hmm. classes. I was in regular ed, you know, regular education. So the child can test out mm -hmm. for those classes. They they don't have to permanently be in special education. But they are, I think I was learning. supposed to be. Mm -hmm. There's definitely some learning curves. Um, 
I think I was supposed to be in special education because I receive information in a different way than most people do. Um, mm -hmm. And it's to a point where sometimes it scares me to step out and try new things because mm -hmm. of how I learn stuff um, like um, math. Math oh, is of math the devil. Of God did not yeah. create math. He definitely didn't create it for certain people to be He really didn't. <laughs> right. Those and so, you know, nice. I've right. always, always, always struggled. Right. Yeah. I've always yeah. struggled with math. Um, and just like be patient with your child. If if they're if they're telling you they don't understand something, they more than likely don't understand. Don't understand um, it, yeah. You know, I have to, I'm a visual. I have to see things. I have to write things down. I um, mm -hmm. I can't just, you know, I got photographic memory. I can look at something and, you know, yeah. it is what it yeah. is. But as far as yeah. like trying to remember something of importance, yeah. you know, me and Rico joke all the time. I can remember some nun important stuff like that <laughs> but if it's something relatable that i need to that i need yeah. to know that i need to remember it slips it my mind <laughs> every time and i don't yeah i don't yeah i i, I process things differently and i don't you know yeah. me too it, it's, me too. it's been I'm a while ride type of um, person. i'm a hands-on type of person I, if i'm gonna learn something i gotta do it and it's gotta be repetitiously because if i don't it's not gonna pick up. Right, right. And the crazy part is talking right. about math. Let's go, let's backtrack. Talking about math, how did I test out of the special ed class? But I'm not good with math. I don't know how that happened, but God, because because ain't no way I could have tested out for no math. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do numbers. I, I'm yeah, not, I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't know the connection. I don't know the yeah. connection with the spina bifida, the hydrocephalus, and, and, and math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah because it's a lot of us that struggle with that like every teacher that i've ever had a lot of us i mean it's mm -hmm. not it's it's almost like there's just as many of us community-wise that yeah. have a hard time with math versus you know math exactly. is just I mean, like if it goes beyond adding and multiplying, I think we're doing too much when we add yes. letters and please don't add letters. I don't need letters. <laughs> like, where am I yeah, ever gonna definitely. use this? But I don't know. Um, I don't recall using it right now. <laughs> nonetheless, um <laughs> I am very appreciative of the teachers that I've had that um, thought it not robbery to, to, to help me instead of, yeah. you know, because some teachers, if you're in a group setting, once, mm -hmm. once they move forward with their students, if you mm -hmm. can't keep up, you just left behind. You and I it. am yep. so thankful that every teacher I've had, you know, um, yeah. until the day I, I quit, I, I dropped out of school. Um, <laughs> after I had my son, um, mm -hmm. one, because I wasn't leaving him with nobody. Um, yeah. Two, I got tired of being picked on. Like, you know, again, uh, the accidents and all of that and people picking at me for the way that I walk. Um, me just learning a few years ago that one of my legs is slightly longer than the other and that has something to do with the the walk as well as the curvature of the spine but um you I know i feel the same way about mine i feel like one of mine is longer than the other my now for me i don't know if it's because of the weight gain or whatever but mm -hmm. it's more noticeable now for me um wow. than it ever has been mm -hmm. and you know but Mine is, I, I, mine is when I'm in a wheelchair. It's like one of the legs just will not sit up high. So like if I'm going down something, it'll mm -hmm. drag. It'll just drag like, no, we don't feel like doing that today. We're just going to drag. 
the other foot is fine. Right. I'm like, I'm gonna need you. So I have to almost position myself for my leg to not hit the ground, so it won't, so it won't drag. Sorry. <laughs> Patricia was asking the question. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Need to know the area of what. Yeah. Patrice um, says she needed to know the area. I don't mind explaining. I'm an open book. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what, what's the That's area, right. too. Yeah. I try to be an open book as best as I can be, and I guess that's why you are taking me out of my um, comfort, ma'am. Out of your I, comfort I, I zone. thank you for it. Yes, Oprah, I thank you. I but thank here's you the thing. Travita <laughs> took me out of mine. I know. So you were and paying so forward. I felt like mm -hmm. I only I, I had, you to, had to pay it forward. <laughs> yeah, I had to pay it forward. Because <laughs> I mean, I never in a million years thought that I'd be doing podcasting. Um, all, all oh, she was responding about the math. What area of math is hard for me? All of it. All of it. Every last single <laughs> iota of it. All, all of, of it. it. Um, I was an adult still trying to, to to um learn multiplication and counting by you know certain numbers um count by you know I think I struggle with hard. division like oh that's a whole nother bully right there I think that's where my that's struggle whole... started was the division part and then you wanted to, uh, to put pre-algebra with letters and I'm like no those ain't supposed to be there <laughs> they supposed to go together. So and yeah. that is why that is why I said that I'm thankful for my husband's yeah. brothers because um the one that I had on the other day is mm -hmm. like a walking math book. And you know, I I couldn't I could only go so far with Deontay and, and Deja, you know, doing math. Uh, yeah. And yeah. anytime they needed help or whatever. Let's get him on the phone because <laughs> yes, I can't help him. let's call uncle. <laughs> I want to see you right. I want to see you succeed, but I can't yes. do it. So exactly. now spelling, I can spell all day, all, all day, sleep, whatever. But yes. math, yeah, math is hard. None of that. And I, I, I want to go. I want to go as far as saying that I wish. Um, people would treat, they would teach their children to be a little more kinder to people yeah. with disabilities. Um, Definitely. Even themselves um, become a little more kinder. Um, we don't like to be stared at. Um, we're no different from the next person. We, we may have to just do things in a different way, but... Um, Nonetheless, and stop it, and stop we we have things. Um, I don't have no problems with responding to anything of that matter. You know what I'm saying? Ask me. Don't stare. Just ask me. That's why I like when we when I was in yeah. the church. I used to work with, um, uh, not kinder well kindergartners, and it helped them to learn. Yes, this is Miss D. Yes, she has a disability. Yes, she's in a wheelchair. But, you know, she's just like you. And one of the parents actually came up to me and said, I am so glad you are teaching my child because my child saw somebody at the store in a wheelchair and was like, oh, they're in a, in a chair like Miss Didi," and went on about their life. Whereas they would have probably, if they never encountered it, they, they don't know how to respond. Right. And, you know, again, um, you know, Rico says there's nothing wrong with asking for help. It it there is nothing wrong with asking for help, but sometimes um it's the people that sign up to help you. Some of them are doing it um for all the wrong reasons. Some people want to help you for they help you to be seen the clout. You know, they, they yes. want a pat on the back, they got to record yes. themselves helping you. <laughs> And yeah. then, I mean, and that, you know, dealing with people like that, it makes it hard to want to reach out for help. And exactly. you, you get the mentality of, I can do it on my own. 
Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, certain things we, we do need help with that we can't, you know. And I don't but, have no problem asking um, for help, but I also on the on the other coin is wait for me to ask if I need help. Don't assume I need help. I don't like yeah. when people come up behind my wheelchair and you need me to push you. No, if I needed you to and push try me, to push you, I would ask you yeah. to help. <laughs> you know, say no, I got this. I, right. I, I've been doing it for this long. I can do it by myself. <laughs> so yeah, the so thing that no gets me asking. is people that would ask me thing that gets me is people that would ask me why I walk the way I do. Um, and I've come a long way, a, a long way from where I used to be. A long way. Um, you answer more so now here. if it bothers me. I'm like, why you look like that? But why you, know, are you asking me? It, it, it just, right. Yeah. Is my walk bothering you? You know? But um exactly you can tell when somebody's asking out of genuine concern versus exactly. um asking to be funny. Um to be funny I that part was in a wedding. I was in a wedding and I never noticed how I walked until I looked on we, we sat together as a group and watched the video um. and I saw I dragged my leg or whatever and Got you know you. we were sitting there and it's like people were well one person in particular was like you know you walking like your shot. leg hurt and you like like the shoes um hurting your feet and that's and I what say, I yep, they always sure got and, <laughs> but it hurt my feelings yes. so bad and all I could I, think was you know who raised you like yeah yeah but um yeah. And, you know, I I just I just wish people were a little more kind. Um, yeah, to people. I mean, I've I've had that happen to me as well. Yeah, I've had that happen to me as well. Where an older lady, I think I told her last time, where an older lady was like, she had never. It was like they had never seen a disabled person in this daggone county in their entire life. And I'm guessing they didn't. I'm guessing I was the first one that the Lord decided to plop in this county and say, here you go. Here's a disabled person. <laughs> here she is right here. Wow. And this old lady was like, I was on my crutches at the time and she was like, what's wrong with her? So my sister looked and said, nothing is wrong with her. Yes, it is. There's something wrong with her. So my sister said, no, there's nothing wrong with her. And she just looked at me and then looked back and was like, yeah, okay. Like, seriously? You just gonna be rude? Rude. So, yeah. We all have those moments where it's like, what the yeah, world? Um, right. <laughs> and then you have to, like me, I have to stop and think before I answer sometimes because it's I, All the time you're coming out. I move on emotion. <laughs> and so, I mean, she. <laughs> She's still in there. <laughs> She's laying down. She's laying down. She's laying down. I know her business. <laughs> and then when somebody, somebody want to come left with me, she'd be like, huh, what you say? What right. <laughs> and then it's like, they don't just press it. They just. Mm. But, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, you know, and that takes me to the last thing that I want to say about um the things that happen in schools when students start shooting up schools and stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't agree with it at all, but mm -hmm. I get it, especially those that oh, are, most definitely um mistreated. I mean, yeah. like because it, you when can is enough enough? So like, yeah. Before they had yeah. their breaking point. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there should be another way of handling it. Yeah. Um, and, and as I stated before, I don't agree with it, but I get it. Um, yeah. Because you get Definitely. tired. I mean, it's exhausting. a person can only take so, so much. Yeah. 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 Exactly. A person can only take so much before they yeah. reach their breaking point. And once they reach their breaking point, then what? I mean, 
Yeah. Who who are I mean? we to tell them how they should handle exactly being you have some that shooting up the school and then you have some hurting abused. themselves? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And my heart goes out to, to those that are inflicting pain into themselves because they don't, you know, it's it's other people that make us feel it. like there's something wrong with us. You know, mm -hmm. we don't we don't see anything different. Um, like I don't look yeah. at you and see your wheelchair or anything yeah. like that. Um exactly. I understand that you need it, you need it to get from point A to point B, but it doesn't exactly it doesn't Change mean that you know you're less than anybody else, right? Exactly. So, but exactly. um Girl, we 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 at our hour almost, and my bad. You know, this conversation will will spill over into next month. We'll spill over the next twenty minutes, <laughs> girl. But um, I I do want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and um being a part of the Can discussion. I say something? If you have any questions, sure. I just want to say one more thing. I just want sure. to say, first of all, I'm so proud of you. And um, I thank, thank you, you for allowing me to be a part of your your platform. I'm glad that you have asked me to be a part of your platform. I'm thankful to the, the crew podcast, Miss Angela. Thank y'all for just welcoming me because Miss Miss uh, <sighs> Miss Diamond is beautiful. And I feel like she just one of my favorite aunties right about now. So I just thank y'all for just, you know, allowing me to, to be a part of this. Yes. I just love, love, love people. So I thank you. Thank you, my beautiful sister, for having me again. And and you'll be back again and again. Okay. But um, again. <laughs> seriously, um, right. Um, I love you. <laughs> I'm proud of you for stepping out of your comfort zone to even talk about this. Cause you know, we talk about stuff like this behind the scenes and nobody knows mm -hmm. exactly how we feel internally, but exactly. I applaud you for at least sharing some of that um, with us tonight. So um, this has been delayed, but not denied the podcast where you may be delayed but what God has for you will never be denied unto you. And until next time, God bless you. Good night. Tune in to Delay But Not Denied every second Monday and fourth Friday of each month. This is a show that you don't want to miss.